0: everybody welcome to another monday morning cash up i'm your host and head of community at robot cash kyle stolick happy monday it's uh july 24th 2023 as far as i know and remember how was your weekend what 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 did you do for me this weekend was uh another one of those vegging out weekends as they say Wife and I played lots of games, watched some movies and TV shows together, trying to catch up on The Bear, watched that new Invincible Season 2 Adam Eve thing, it was pretty good, pretty good, very, very good music implementation on that one, always fun to see what tracks they have, won't spoil it for anybody, did a bit of reading, ordered some more books, way, way too many books, never ever mention to my wife how many books we have it's a contentious subject it's, it's, it's only contentious because I keep buying them <laughs> I'm not allowed to buy any more video game statues or pop culture statues I have Berserk, Wolverine Majora's Mask, Swamp Thing Zangief, Cowboy Bebop and a bunch of designer ones and not allowed to do that books will probably be soon too Anyway, um, did anyone go and see uh, Barbenheimer, the Oppenheimer-Barbie combo? Uh, We didn't. We didn't. I kind of messed up. We were going to see it last weekend, and my wife was really excited for Oppenheimer. Doesn't care so much for the Barbie one, but I hear it's good. Uh, Didn't get the tickets when I should have. Went to get the ones for IMAX 70 millimeter here in LA and everything was taken we have to sit in a very particular spot in the theater uh because she's legally blind so I have to make sure her seats are not taken and and almost all the seats were taken in that one so maybe this week or this weekend sometime gotta arrange the schedule for that but uh Yeah, didn't get the Barbie tickets. Uh, Might go and see that now. Wasn't really that interested, but I hear good things about it and about how subversive it is. And yeah. And anytime there's a lot of outrage for something, I feel like I got to see it. Outrage one way or another. I just, I love that contentious aspect of pop culture. So I haven't seen the Indiana Jones yet, though. Has anyone else? seen that I was gone on vacation when that came out really really sad about that and I feel like as someone born in the 80s I I've kind of done Indiana Jones Dirty Now it like we grew up with that and now I haven't seen it in the theaters and I wanted to, I see everything in IMAX cuz that's the only way I can justify the price of going to see anything uh it's like 50 dollars for me and my wife to, just for the tickets and then Of course, we have to get the snacks, right? We got to get the popcorn. We got to get drinks, sometimes like the tin that we just throw into the closet or in a stack of stuff. And then we got to get the candy because she has a few that she needs to get, usually junior mints, sometimes some gummy bears. And then I have to get the hot dogs always. And they're, they're never good. They taste like plastic or... Some unidentifiable thing that you know it's not good, and who knows how long they've been sitting there, but we always got to get that, so it ends up being a little pricey sorry, i'm cheap, I like saving money <laughs> um yeah, if you does anyone else do that? <laughs> does anyone else feel like they have to go the the full nine yards or they really can't go and see a movie and I know that's like really stubborn and stupid of me and go and support the movies and all that, and we do one of my favorite movie experiences here in LA was seeing the original cut or original film reel of the thing that belonged to the studio Uh, you know kudos to all the different people that work hard to preserve film film history here in LA it's one of the coolest parts about living in the city But anyway, the real reason why you tune in, you know, not to hear about my life, but to hear about Robot Cash. So here's a quick recap on what happened. So we, forgive me, I'm out of breath. It's hot. I have asthma and allergies, maybe COVID at this point, who knows? So I'm breathing deeper than I should here. (laughs) I'm okay, though. I'm okay. Um, So we, we built a more robust offline mode. And this came about because the Discord community really asked about offline mode. And it existed, but it wasn't really what was expected on the consumer side. So we got together, we prioritized it, and long story short, we implemented it in a bigger way because of you. And I'm really proud of this because the tight turnaround and the team basically got together and said, yeah, why don't we do that? That's awesome. We got we should be doing that. And... You might ask why it wasn't implemented before, before all this happened. Well, you know, we're small team. We're trying to build something new. Different things get prioritized. But when you say that you want something and it's something that, you know, we can actually implement and do, it's great. Uh, so that's one of those examples. So keep them coming. Keep those suggestions uh, coming in the Discord community, on social. If you want to send us a letter, with a suggestion, please make it a a positive one. But we can do that. Carrier Pigeon, I'm a big fan of those. Uh, Singing Telegrams, we definitely accept that. Um, Send that to our CEO. The most awkward singing Telegrams, please. Please! I hope you're listening, Lee. (laughs) Uh, So let me go down the list of things here. Oh yeah, so we had a podcast last week with the CEO of Casper Labs, it was largely focused on blockchain, what it is, uh, implementations of it. Uh, I, I'm not a firm believer in not necessarily that tech, but tech in general. I think it's always about our use case. You can have the best tech or whatever, but if there isn't something that makes it better on the consumer side, then who cares? And I, I learned a lot on that one. It was a great discussion. It was fun finding out that there's other summoner builds for necromancers in Diablo 4, like me. I know it's not a good build, everybody, but it's it's fun, okay? Um, yeah, and in, and in terms of implementation, it's nice to be one of those companies in the gaming area that uses blockchain in a way that increases consumer value. So our use of it is certainly around DRM, and we're able to do buying and selling of games with... Uh, the blockchain tech, and also using free trials. So uh, if you if there's anything else that you think that we should be doing with that, uh, let us know again. I think some of the use cases were re- really compelling that uh, the Casper Labs CEO brought to the table. So head over, listen to that. Um, and if you have any other topics you'd like us to cover, anybody else you'd like us to talk to, uh, this is always built because you asked for transparency. So yeah, please keep them coming too. Let's see, what else? Oh yeah, Um, Herman Lee, the founder, creator of Dragon Force and the guitarist over there, one of the greatest living legend guitarists out there. He, um, forgive me, I'm scatterbrained, it's Monday morning. Uh, He's running a giveaway for a guitar and could not be any more grateful to him being a fan of us and working with us. He's doing some streams, Uh, promoting us, thank you Herman so much for that, Uh, check him out it's at Herman Lee at H-E-R-M-A-N-L-I and I believe Dragon Force is promoting it too but hey, I mean, come on, you can support Robot Cash and support a guitarist uh, that is you know, very tech-focused and tech-minded we met in person to do some video content with him and I couldn't believe how how smart and brainy this man is (laughs) So Herman, if you ever listen, sorry for gushing all the time about you. Um, he said, he, here's one of his tweets. <laughs> he said, who had problems keeping their Floyd double locking bridge guitar in tune? I have no idea what that means. But it's cool that he mentioned us too and that uh, a lot of people seem to know what it means. Cool. <laughs> uh, SDC, SDCC. We were at it. Um Our CEO and CTO were there. They did a talk that was about, uh, quote, games pioneers of the 1990s gaming animation, end quote. I'm sure it was great. It sounds like it was great. The audience seemed very into it. They took some cool photos of it. Uh, Both these people are intelligent and gregarious people. And if it seems like I'm waffling here, it's because I am. Uh, I didn't get to go. (laughs) I do wish I did, but only in the sense that uh, I wish I could be in multiple places at one time. I had a really great weekend, would have been great to be there on Friday. Uh, I miss conventions, I miss being around fandom, I miss hosting panels, done a lot of that in the past. Uh, The thing I don't miss is the collective sweatiness of it all. (laughs) But uh, on a whole, I would rather be at cons and conventions around fans uh, than not. I'm just kind of justifying not being able to be there. So, (laughs) did any of you go? How was it? Let me know. Oh yeah, and uh, if you saw any of the tweets that I wrote, I'm going to quote it here. It says, "Uh, note, the Robot Cash community manager was specifically told not to mention the ages of the aforementioned individuals, so he will not be doing that. Lee told me not to mention anyone's ages, and so I will continue to do so. A couple more things here. Uh, (laughs) uh, Big thanks to all the streamers who promoted Wasteland 3 for us, and uh, promoted Robot Cash. It was really fun watching some of these new people engage with Wasteland 3. If you play it, if you played it before, you know it's kind of a it's a very well-written game. It has a lot of multi-path and multi-solution scenarios. And seeing people experience that for the first time when they went in probably not expecting it that it would be as kooky or responsive or generally just wild to player input. How should we say that? Uh, as one might expect was a lot of fun to watch. So God, I I, I don't watch uh streaming as much as I used to, but that kind of excitement is fun. Uh I tend to lean more into that, the unexpected, versus seeing maybe a streamer just rage at a game that they hate, (laughs) but yet they continue to play it, you know? (laughs) Never understand that. But uh, Blue Water, calling you out specifically, uh, at legit Ryan Blake. You were fantastic, man. Good job on that one. Uh, Oh, yeah, and the final thing here I want to say is uh, put out a pile of shame entry on Friday... That was largely about Destroy All Humans in that series. And thank you, Discord user Almost, for calling that one out. Um, I keep saying um. i got to stop doing that. I haven't done this in a while, so forgive me. Uh, it was... I had like this weird moment where I was like, that's a great idea. I should do one of that because I haven't played it. And then when it actually came that time to sitting down and writing it, I had to take a little bit of a break and go for on a walk. I'm like, why didn't I play that? And it kind of bothered me in a way. I there are games that I'm looking back now and I'm like, that what was going on in my life at the time? That that is definitely a game, because and I reference this a little bit in the pile of shame, but it starts off with like a, a serious reference to Plan Nine from Outer Space. And I love that. I love Ed Wood, love the movie about Ed Wood, and I'm a serious fan of Old school sci-fi horror, like drive-in horror um, and other types. Uh, Planet of the Vampires is one of my favorite, absolute favorite, not even ironically, movies. It, If you go back, it's an Italian movie. It was made for like nothing in a short while. They had literally, uh, I think it was like two rocks when they were filming this movie. And so they use mirrors and smoke and different ways to highlight these two rocks for like the outside the spaceship scenes and it was actually one of the biggest influences on the movie alien too so watch it it's completely mad um but really really creative so anyway i digress i was in a meeting today where one guy said as you get older you start to ramble more often and i'm starting to see it um yep so Yeah, the Destroy All Humans series, fantastic. Uh, I played a little bit over the weekend, and I'll probably be playing the second one co-op with my wife, which it has couch co-op. Fantastic. Uh, If you want to join in, uh, buy the games, but also we're running a quick giveaway in Discord, so interact with that post. Find it. It's in the general. Uh, We have a few copies to give away, so please interact with that. And... Yeah, I don't know what happened in that time of my life. Jeez, what was I doing? Was I too deep into competitive games? or See? See? Existential crisis going on here. Now, moving along. Uh, trying to keep this under 15 minutes. Not going to happen today. Sorry, everyone. So, where were we? Oh, yeah, community shout-outs at the end here. So, we got a lot of new users. And there's one user on Twitter, or a couple people on Twitter I want to call out. Uh, Cyber CyberGator, but his ad is Gator GatorCyber. Uh, he said, check out Robot Cash. You can buy games there digitally and sell it later on the marketplace. Probably one of the most innovative things I've seen recently. And I just want to say this type of comment really warms our heart. We spend a lot of time trying to build this platform. It's not easy being an underdog in the space these days, especially when you see so many people complain about you existing and not even wanting to try you out uh, to reinforce our pillars here. We offer developers and publishers up to 95% of every sale, which is a lot more than a lot, some other platforms. And we allow you to sell the games that you buy. So it's it's challenging all the time to do this. So anytime that we get the support of people out there and on social media promoting us, it, it warms our heart. It, it's fun building a community with all of you on this. Uh, another person, Tronic, said to me, "It's a really cool idea. Looking forward to it." Uh, replying to Casper Lab, suite about us. Uh, another one was Bitcoin Lifeboat.io. Thank you for promoting us as well. And Tronic, you said uh, one thing here. I want to quote: "It is good that, that you have. It is good that you have broken it down by first explaining what blockchain is used for and what it does, so people are new." can start to understand it's a really handy and good thing and they don't even need to think about it at all. That was the point of the the podcast a little bit was me <laughs> asking what blockchain is partly because I don't know anything about it and I figured that anyone listening would be maybe starting at that point as well. And so uh thanks for you know I think FanJam you mentioned as well Discord user FanJam uh, that you like the format of everything. That's kind of intentional. It takes a little bit of time to put those together, the questions, and make sure that the formatting is something that is palatable to people. So I really appreciate you noticing. Thank you. Uh, Badger, I got to call you out, buddy. Um, you said a couple of things that I wanted to quote. The uh, first one is, I see they even added a lot of pages and made a huge amount of changes to the platform recently. I hope I don't sound ungrateful for all their work here. Just noticed we're using the old logo with beta on some of them. No, that's you bring up a good point. That is, uh, anyone who is offering feedback and is constructive about it and passionate, I don't think you need to apologize at all for that. Um, there's... It's it's it, like I said, it's challenging to build a platform in this space, and we can't do it unless we have people that also challenge us and challenge our expectations. So please don't apologize. I think on a whole, if we can be constructive with our criticism, and this is just doesn't apply to here, it's life in general. It's just easier to deal with that. But if you do feel passionate about something, you you shouldn't always feel obligated to say it in the nicest way possible. Sometimes, you know, uh, saying exactly where you're at is is the way to go and letting the chips fall where they may. And that's something that we each individually have to make decisions for for ourselves. But generally, Badger, uh, thank you for you know always chiming in and being a fan. And uh, I got another one from you that I want to call out again. So he said, uh, tell me about it. I'm invested in this too, so really hope RC picks up. The only thing really bothering me there's a lot of misinformation about it online. We need a global marketing campaign to wash out all the speculation and present the platform and its true image. I might be jumping the gun here, but wouldn't ignore the fact a lot of competitors will try anything and everything in their power to spread bad word about it. I don't necessarily think that competitors are trying to spread bad word about us. I hope not. If they're doing some black ops campaigns about it, that's messed up. Uh, I, I do agree with you, though, that... Um, the the global marketing campaigns are designed a little bit to wash out some of that misinformation and there's always going to be some misinformation out there about what we do uh we're trying to pick and choose our battles carefully about messaging and all that so you know this is this is definitely a situation where it's nice to have the community there with us uh correcting some of those things but we can't do it all and i think this is a war of attrition that will be best served in our favor i guess let me let me start over the best way for us to win it is by doing good work and that's what we're trying to do over here but yeah you're not wrong the misinformation exists and uh we just got to keep working at it and correcting it And uh, Spirit Link said said, I see the same thing, especially Reddit. There are a lot of people who hate blockchain crypto for whatever reason. Probably lost money on crypto, and now they are bashing anything related to blockchain. What sucks is if you look at the replies, people believe them because they don't know any better. Reddit is huge, especially when it comes to gaming. But I also see Ginger's point to not being able to respond to every message, which is reasonable. Definitely a tough uphill battle but if R C continues this upward trajectory, I think that they could win the heart of gamers. That's that's it. That's, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I called this heart of cash because I really wanted to appeal to the hearts and minds of gamers of all types uh, and have it be really reflective of the heart of robot cash, which is this will to do better by consumers and creators alike. So... This is one way we're doing that, and uh, if we don't represent those values, or if we don't, if we do anything that you think is against that mission of winning hearts and minds of gamers, uh, please let us know and, and you know call us out as always. But this is certainly a battle, like I mentioned, a war of attrition that we will best win with you by our side. So, feedback back and forth. Anything like that is absolutely essential for us to do this the right way. So I've gone way over my allotment that I try to stay for this podcast, but it's a hot weekend. I'm a little delirious on this Monday morning. It's super warm in L.A., and uh, yeah, I'm just really excited about everything that we're doing together. And the Wasteland 3 campaign has now ended. Uh and we're working on some other stuff that's coming up. So thank you again, Robot Cash community. This is Kyle Stalock. If you have any more questions, please follow us and ask on Discord and social media at Robot Cash for everything. So thank you very much.